Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And we're excited to be here today on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I am Phil Thompson. Good to be with you as we are usually every week. And so today we have another edition and we're going to talk about practical ways for churches to retain their visitors. Yes, this is very timely, huh? Well, it is, especially since we're in the middle of a tech company that we are with streaming video, we're actually developing some tools uh, for people that when they go and watch a live stream on somebody's church website, there's there's an opportunity there for the uh, people to follow up, the, the church leaders to follow up with those who watched. Yes, we're, we're putting together some tools to help accomplish this. Yeah, so we're so. sending emails out and letting people know. I guess if you want to be on our email list, support at streamingchurch.tv, and we'll let you know about some of that. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But, you know, over the years of doing this podcast, we talk a lot about, hey, how can you get people to come to your church? How can you get new people? And we've talked about right. things like websites and streaming video and all sorts of things to try to create mm-hmm. opportunities for people to, you know, get an idea of who your church is and what you do. And, and and then we've even talked a little bit practically about when people are there, how to keep them in a in a sense of, you know, make sure your experience, the worship experience is a positive one. Mm-hmm. Start on time, end on time. Make sure the bathrooms are clean. You know, make sure you've got good uh, greeters and ushers. We've talked about all that before. Right. So, and this, I guess, is more common or often referred to how to, is closing the back door, right? That's right. Those so of us get, in we, the business. Yeah, have, we get. Have talked get, about that. Yeah. yeah, you get people coming, but they don't come back. Yeah. Yeah, how do you shut the back door is what uh, a lot of church leaders would be saying if you happen to be in that. And some of you are, obviously, who are listening to this podcast. You're a leader of some sort. And so you're probably familiar with, you know, people, a lot of people can come, but they don't come back. Yeah. Why don't they come back? Do you know, I, I should have set you up before we went on the air, what's the what's the retention rate? Oh, I guess we have some of that, We have some we? of those stats. Okay, good. We, yeah, we do have those stats here available. So what we're going to talk about today That's is, right. okay, how, how can we retain these people that come through our church's door? And, and there's lots of different ways to do that, uh, and so we're going to get into that. But the, the big idea here, the big picture that we're talking about today is called follow-up. Follow-up is the key. Now, there's different ways to follow up, and we're going to talk about the stats here about following up here in just a second. And different ways you can do Different ways you can follow up. And so what we're going to talk about today might fit. You not let fit. them leave, right? You what? just not let them leave? Well, you could lock the door. Hey, yeah. listen, I was pastoring a church. <laughs> you lock the door and say, sorry. I was pastoring a church in, 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 uh, in a small town in Kansas, and supposedly there was this one church that when you walked into their worship service, they, they shut the doors. Uh, I think they called it the sanctuary and they shut the doors and supposedly you couldn't leave until the service was over. Supposedly that was the rumor. Oh yeah. And did they let just, you, did they let you leave after the service? They was let over? you leave afterwards, but you couldn't get up and leave during the service. And, uh, you know, that was, of course, con- contrived to being a little controlling or a little cult-like. 
And there may be people listening to this podcast <laughs> that do that. I don't know. Well, you but, don't want people getting up and down in the service and disrupt well, the service, right? That was probably the big idea here. But but again, they, uh, you know, obviously rumors and you know people say yeah. things and it get they, it gets becomes a bigger deal than it really right. was. These guys, Pastor Jim is locking everybody in that comes. Yeah. So who knows that may have we'll let them the, out until they tithe. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Um, hey, I was at a second chapter of, uh, this is dating me, but I don't know if you've ever heard of the second chapter of Acts. They were a, a it was a band, a, right? Or? They were a band. They were basically a, a, a brother and sister team did uh-huh. music in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. And, and I remember at a concert, I was involved in a concert in some capacity. I think I was an usher or something and they did some music and then they were doing like the intermission, right? And uh, the guy Buck Buck Herring, I think, was his name, who was who was one of the singer's husbands. He would do the offering because they they did the concert pretty much for free or whatever, but they did an offering. And so I remember it was intermission, and and uh, he said, "I don't want anybody getting up or walking around right now. I got something to say." Well, I'm an usher, so I'm getting up to prepare to receive the offering, right? Uh-huh. And he yells at me because I get up. <laughs> it's like, well, sorry, bud. If you want me to, to help you collect an offering for your concert, you're going to have to let me get up to do it. <laughs> but anyhow, we're getting off track here. So uh, follow-up is the key. And uh, we've got some stats here that talk about, you know, your church visitor retention rate is highest when you follow up with visitors within 48 hours. So somehow, some way, and we're going to talk about how to do that in a moment. Uh-huh. But somehow, some way, you need to initiate some kind of follow up while it's fresh. Huh? While it's fresh, uh, and here's some stats: uh, retention rates of a first-time visitor, thirty-four percent. Thirty-four percent. So this is across just this is general, just general, <laughs> general information. Uh, I can just tell you after I've been doing so, church work now since 1978, so I can tell you that. These numbers, they might be exact, but I, I would say that they ring true. Mm-hmm. So one out of three speaking. people that come for the yeah. first time is going to come back yeah. again? Right. If And again, this is if you do follow-up. Okay. Okay? At least that's the way I understand it. Uh, second-time visitors, if they come the second time and you continue to do follow-up, there's a 51% chance that they might come back. That seems a little high to me, but I don't know. And then the third time mm-hmm. is... And I have heard this in other areas. Uh-huh. Uh, I've heard that third-time people that come the third time, there's a 78% chance that that they will continue to come. In and in the in the uh, the context here is in fast-growing churches. So when you say fast-growing churches involving these stats, that means that these churches are doing something right. Uh, in every in every area, not mm-hmm. just follow up, but you know how they do their services. So these may not be so I mean, the average you, church. These, yeah, I mean, if you, the, how can I say this nicely? If you don't do well in your church services, uh-huh. and you don't. The experiences, you know, if you're not really thinking about visitors or how, trying to reach people, these stats may not apply to you. I, I'm trying to say this in a nice way, but uh, so again, the key word here is. Uh, follow up and and follow up quickly, quickly. right? Okay, uh, and so uh, there's some other stats here which I'm not totally clear about. But if 85 percent of the guests return if if visited within 36 hours, this is a follow by the name of Herb Miller who has done some studies. 60 percent of the guests return if visited in 72 hours. 
15% of the guests returned and visited in seven days. So he's just reinforcing that do it quickly. You're going to have a better chance. Yeah, move it quickly. Don't put it off. And so there are different ways to do this. And my church, and I think your church does this as well, there's this thing we call a first-time letter, a second-time letter, a third-time letter, and And many churches have a fourth-time letter, and even others have more than that. And is this a time to digress to explain what we're yeah, adding let, to the, 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 what the streaming church letter. platform? Well, well, you know what we could because do? Because that. that's, that's, kind of, we're basically following this exact right. same model, except it's 100% automated. Yeah, so we're talking now, we're shifting gears here just for a moment, and we're talking about digital here. We're talking about streaming video when people come and watch right. streaming video. Yeah, we're, I guess, shameless plug. We're, we're implementing a system that will follow up for you. You've got to turn it on, right. and you've got to maybe do some editing and customizing. And this isn't available yet, but it will be available very soon. Right. It may be available when this podcast is out. Maybe so. So, um, but basically we're... We're following up within two hours of a first-time visitor coming to arriving at your service. So if you have a two-hour service, this is going to s- greet them as they leave um, the service with a just a. They're going to get an email. They're going to get an e- yeah. The emails that communicate the follow-up yeah. method for this. So again, just to clarify to our, our listeners here, right now we're talking about if people you know subscribe to our company called StreamingChurch.tv and they watch video. The video, you know, people go to whatever church uses us. Yes. And and it's embedded on their website. A viewer comes. They have the option of giving that. Contact giving info. Their, their email. They have that option if they want. If they do give that that contact information, then they'll get an email back from that specific church. Yes. With a tailored message from the church saying, right. you know, thanks for visiting. Yeah. Online, First Presbyterian online. Church of Miami, or yeah, whatever yeah. it be, online. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we're we're, we're and they'll get a second time, a second visitor um, email, second third line. visit right. email, and then we're also we'll send out those that came once and don't come back after right. a few weeks. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so minor digression. That's why this whole follow up topic so interesting to us right now it is it is interesting to us and it should be interesting to anybody even if you don't do streaming video or you do streaming video and you don't use us you might want to use us but if you don't uh that's okay because uh, again we're talking about the big picture here is you know trying to retain the people that come to your church you really should be interested if, if you're doing going to all the time and trouble to try to get people to come you should be interested in trying to get those people to come back yeah you want to increase your right. uh, the one of the three will come back, and if you can push that to two to three, to three you don't have to get as many people through the door right. to grow your yeah. church. So, I guess what we might want to talk about here is what you know. What do you put in these? If if you're going to reach out and follow up with these people, how do you do it? Yeah. And and if so, what tools do you do you use? And uh, there's email is obviously a very popular tool, and. Uh, you could use email, and, and but I'm hearing more and more that if you were if you're able to get the contact information from a visitor that gives you an address, uh, you might be better off sending them an actual letter. Yes, in the, the mail, old snail mail, old school. Because yeah. number one, it's a lot more personal, right. and it and it you know it's just like getting a letter in the 
mail from grandma, you know. Right. You knew somebody spent some time, wrote some stuff yeah. down, got a stamp, went to the post office, you know, right. went through the process as opposed to, yeah. you know, and emails are much lower yeah. effort. So. Yeah. so, you know, if you're fortunate enough, and again, this presupposes, when we're talking about follow-up here, this presupposes that you've got some kind of a tool in place to what we would call capture that information. So whether it's somebody online or capture somebody, that first timers, first timer contact info. Yeah. yeah contact him, capture the contact information. So either online or, you know, if they're just walking in your door, hopefully you have some kind of a tool like a connection card, communication card, response card, something mm. where they have an opportunity to give you that information. Now today, more and more people are not giving that information out, but they might give you their email. So if that's all you got, at least you can do this through And email. we've done a podcast on optimum way to do those connection cards, right? Or we've talked I think we briefly have. about it. Didn't we do it? We, we so the, the key was if you're putting a connection card together, make it really, really simple and yes. easy to fill out. Easy and want, quick. Yes. And not a lot of information on there yes. is what people are saying. Yes. To do Some are <laughs> opting to just a little yeah. postcard, postcard size thing that has right. your name and your email address. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And so, uh, so keep in mind here, first time, you know, a lot of churches are saying you should send three, at least three letters out or three emails out, uh, whatever you can do. Uh, or maybe both, I don't know, but maybe four. So and some even do more than that. When you say three, not. Well, we're, we're going to talk about it, I guess. Yeah, but you don't mean it. like, oh, they came for a visit. I'm going to send them three emails. It's going to be. Yeah, you're going to time those out, or you're going to wait them for out. them to do something before you send another one. Or, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the idea. Uh, and again, the big picture is follow up. Figure out what works for your church and do it. But the first time, I would suggest. Uh, from working with churches as long as I have over the years, that that your first time letter or email would be very short. Welcome them. Thank them for coming. Uh, Maybe if you've got the ability to give them a little survey that they could quickly do about how their experience was, maybe Mm -hmm. online or something, that might be good. And a a handwritten note from the pastor? A handwritten note, if if you can do that. Yeah, you have if, a ton of people. You guess it'd be maybe overwhelming, but yeah, probably just uh, you know, one way to do this would be a, a handwritten note from the pastor. That would probably be good. Uh, now, <clears throat> let me back up a little bit. We're talking about either emails or letters here, but some churches still believe that a phone call is a good thing to do, and, mm-hmm. and my church has actually done that. Not. Not the Sunday afternoon. One church says do it Sunday afternoon. Call them Sunday afternoon if you've got their number. Again, this is all up to whoever is listening to this podcast. It's up to you to decide how to implement it. If you want to do that or you don't. But we have found that when you make phone calls, generally they go in the voicemail because today there's caller ID, right? right? And so a lot of times people won't pick up the phone if they don't know you. So, but we have still found that it's good to do that. Even if they don't pick up the phone, you can at least leave a brief message in their voicemail saying, Hey, I'm so-and-so from the church. just want to say, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Let us know if you have any questions. We'd love to help you or pray for you. And there's, there's some people who may be listening thinking, Oh my gosh, you you don't want me to stalk everybody that comes. And there is, I mean, there's a, I don't know, a fine line between, stalking and actually being courteous and and following up. I it, yeah. I know at our church we we promise we will not stalk you if you fill out a communication right. card. We we'll, said that too. Yeah, so 
Uh, and I, I think that is a valid concern. But I will say this. Over the years, again, of being in the church world that I have, I have found that certain groups that are very aggressive, if I can use the word aggressive, maybe assertive is a better word, those that really work hard at follow-up uh, and doing all sorts of different things that I personally wouldn't do, but they have done some of those things and they've had success with getting people back. Right. So uh, I, I just don't like hounding people. I don't like doing a lot of extra stuff. I just don't like it because I don't feel like I want it done to me. Right. But there are people, there are groups that do this, churches that do a lot of hard work on follow-up that I would perceive as being overwhelming, and yet they have gotten good results. Right. So there's, it's like, uh, what do they say, all things in moderation are good or whatever. <laughs> Including moderation. But I, so, I, I don't know. Uh, so you want to do some, you don't want to do none. I right. mean, that's definitely, and you don't want to go too. To the extreme. Where, where you lock them in and not, not, not let them go well, home yeah, at exactly. the end of the day. You, you probably don't want to do that one. But as far as sending them lots of letters or call, and you know, I mean, we've got notes here, but I mean, there are still some churches that go knock on people's doors. Okay. I, I don't like that. I don't like that when people do that to me, but, um, I know, guess it again, may, they've had some success. They've yeah. had success in doing that. I know that, um, church I was going to in California, my wife and I went, and I think it was after either the second or maybe the third visit. Um, Someone approached us, and they knew, they knew we were there. We'd been there s- several times before, and they said, the pastor wants to come to your house yeah. and meet you. Yeah. And it was kind of a terrifying thing. Yeah. But yeah. We, we did, and I was just, he yeah. said, so we did it, and it was, it. you know, I guess over the, at the time, it was a little bit of a terrifying thing, just because. I hadn't many. been exposed to many pastors, and we kind of, uh, yeah. you have this, oh, it's like the priest is coming to our house, and he's going to well, see our... But, it, yeah, you know. hide the beer, the pastor's here. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that years ago, that was very, very common. Yeah, this was many a years long ago. time ago. Many years ago, it was very common, and it still is common in some regions of, of the United yeah, States today. It, it may be... A cultural thing, and plus, you don't want to do that on the first visit. You say, "Oh, here's your first visit. I'm gonna have this yeah. guy come visit your house." And I'm like, eh. but you know, got somebody that looks like. Well, actually, it happened at the church I'm in now. It didn't. It, they basically said the pastor and his wife are going to lunch and want to invite you to lunch. Yeah. You know, after the service, and we and another yeah. couple went after the service mm-hmm. to. Um, so, but yeah. it wasn't our first time there. So, I mean, there's, and it was a good follow-up. We got to ask questions, yeah. get to know them, and that going sort of to thing. lunch might be a, going somewhere to lunch might be a little different than coming to their house. The person comes here, but I remember, yeah, I remember when I was part of your church, we did some of that, and I actually did some of that when I was pastoring mm-hmm. in Kansas, and and I think it did for those that want to do that and 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 come to that invite and go to lunch somewhere. I think it can help. I really do because it's all about building relationship. And I think that's a good start in doing that. So right. again, okay. so we're, yeah, we're talking about follow up. I guess that is a form of follow up. It is absolutely, absolutely. So there's lots of ways. I guess you know, again, with this podcast today, well, all we're trying to get out here is, uh, have you thought about follow up? And you know, have you are you looking at your follow up program? Maybe you should consider, you know, expanding it, maybe modifying it. Uh, especially if you want to get some results, so you've got all right. sorts of ways and, to do this. Yeah, and if you're, if, you know, if I'm the pastor, 
I'm going to want to track everything and measure everything and then yeah, figure out good. what method worked yeah. best for me. Like, oh, for three months I, I did nothing but emails and what I get for you know, retention versus right. letters versus phone calls yeah. versus whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Tracking this somehow, uh, seeing what's effective, what works, because, again, depending on what part of the country you're in uh, or what country you are in, uh, it different things are going to work differently for different mm-hmm. groups and different uh, different tools that you use here. So uh, a lot of different things here. Something to throw out as well is that if you have uh, some kind of a, a, a Sunday school class and you have a Sunday school superintendent, if you want to call that, or a Sunday school teacher, you know, that person could be involved in the follow-up. Mm-hmm. So you might have the pastor involved. Uh, you might have your one of your, you know, leaders, your key leaders that leads groups of some kind involved. Uh, you might want to do something like that. Uh, there's all sorts of different ways to look at. Uh, again, if you if you have a, a children's Sunday school program and this family that's coming to your church or has come has kids, maybe the Sunday school, the children's director might be a part of this because you've got kids. And that's really a, a, a pretty important part, which we've talked about before And when it comes to helping people come to your church is, you know, having a really good kids program really helps reach young families. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that person that directs that program should probably be a part of the follow-up, especially if these new people have kids. Right. So, and along the lines of, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that we, we're, we have churches that are listening all over the board here, but that you definitely want to measure what's going on. You want to also keep track of who's come once, who's come twice, yep. who's come the third time, and, yep. and put the appropriate follow-up tool in place for each of them. Yeah. And we actually, uh, I know with our company, we actually have those tools to do that with myflock.com. You can follow up with, with people and assign people. So, uh, there's, there's stuff you can use out there that keep track of all that. And, and again, you might say, well, that's just too much work. Well, Hey, if you're, if you're doing a church, you're putting a lot of time and energy into it when it comes to the pastoring and the whole program. So you you want people there, right? So you need to put some time and energy into to, to retaining the people. Right. Otherwise, I mean, you're wasting your other enough, time. Right, because you got to put some energy into getting people to get there. Get them. And then if you put just a little more energy, you know, some other energy as yep. well as retaining those people, yep. then overall your job's going to be easier. Absolutely. So retention is important and follow-up is a way. And again, we mentioned mail. You might use good old-fashioned snail mail. There's actually some nice cards you can get and, and send people a card. Uh, and again, you know, you, you have the second time, uh, a second time letter or second time email for somebody that comes the second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would encourage you to put information in either the second or third, especially uh, if you have small groups going on, if you have uh, certain events happening, uh, a new series, a new message series coming up. If you happen to have sermons that are based on like four or five week series on certain things. So you want to let people know, hey, here's what's coming up. We're excited about this new program coming up. We're excited about our Sunday school. We're excited about small groups, whatever. Put the, that information in, maybe not all in one letter, but stagger them a little bit mm-hmm. and, and give them a reason to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and prayer request, always give them an opportunity. Hey, you have a prayer request. We'd like to pray for you. Give them an opportunity. Another thing would be, uh, and this is what we do. We have a newsletter that we send out digital newsletter. We use mm-hmm. MailChimp, which is a good, uh, tool to use. Uh, and people, we just automatically put 
anybody that comes and give us their email address, we automatically put them in our MailChimp list. And so they automatically get the newsletter. Now, if they don't want it, guess what they do? Unsubscribe. They unsubscribe, which is, again, MailChimp makes it very easy. And you should have that in your newsletter that says, you know, don't want this, unsubscribe. And just, they can just click it and unsubscribe. So it's not so uh, imposing. Right. If people don't want to get it and they don't like your church and they get it, well, they can always just unsubscribe. And it's that simple to do. So, uh, and again, we mentioned visitation earlier, something to consider where, you know, somebody physically goes. I mean, I know there's these things called the welcome squad, mm-hmm. which again, I'm not real crazy about, but hey, it might work for whatever you're doing. All right. All right. I we, think that's good. I mean, we, it gives okay. you something to think about, right? Yeah. Follow up. And again, as Steve mentioned earlier, uh, digitally, we have streaming video and we are actually putting together a follow-up uh, tools, follow-up features that can actually be automated. Uh, people come and watch your service online. They, they'll get an automatic email that you can customize. And, yeah, uh, it's ar- yeah, it's automatically tracking them. So, yeah. I mean, it knows... You know, who is first time, who's second time, you don't do anything. Yeah, so other, other than just time. activate it, turn it on. Yeah, turn it on and say, yep, I want to follow up with these guys yeah. and so, customize what you want to say. Yeah. So, again, you may have questions about that. You can certainly do that or even anything we've talked about here as far as the good old-fashioned follow-up stuff when people walk in your door. How can people get a hold of us, Steve? Uh, email support at streamingchurch.tv is probably That's the best it. way. Support at streamingchurch.tv because that's what we do. We do other things too. So if we can help you in any way, uh, we would certainly love to do that. We have been involved in church work for many, many decades. That's how old we are. And uh, we love the church, and that's why we do what we do because we want to help the church any way we can, not just technology but even other ways with volunteers and helping pastors. So that's it. So, again, thank you for your time today. Thanks for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. He is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you have a great day, and we'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.